India, I believe, is in the middle of a dialogue right now that can have far-reaching consequences on the present and the future. This is a dialogue on shadism or colorism. Let us support this dialogue. Do you know who the most beautiful woman in Indian history was? Draupadi. Her beauty was such that kings and princes vied to own her as their own. She was not only beautiful in her 20s, her beauty bewitched people even into her late 40s. The bitterness of not being able to own a woman of such beauty was one of the underlying reasons that speared the calamitous Mahabharata war. However, what most Indians don't realize is that Draupadi was a dark beauty. She was not a fair woman, as is falsely portrayed in television serials and movies. That is why she was called Krishne, meaning the dark one. Also one of the most charming personalities in Indian history was Sri Krishna, once again dark and handsome. I personally consider Mahabharata an important chapter of history that shaped the character of Bharata Varsha. That is why it is called an Itihasa, though it might be shrouded in myth and legend. But let us return to one of the pressing issues of social concern in India, Shadism. India does not so much reel under racism as much as it is plagued by shadism or complexion-based prejudice. Millions in India are obsessed with complexion. This obsession with fairer skin is not an ancient problem. It is a fairly recent problem. For millennia, India considered men and women of all complexions beautiful. So many of our ancient chants describe the majesty of our goddesses in dark hues. As a nation, our culture for centuries has been influenced by our gods. Yes, look at Lord Jagannath at Puri in the state of Orissa. Jagannath is one of those unique gods who stands with his brother and sister and not with his wife. Look at those murtis. Jagannath is dark, his brother is fair, and his sister is yellow, all worthy of worship. What a magnificent testimony to Bharata Varsha's original ethos that honored people of all colors. This obsession with complexion is very recent. It became a curse only with the British rule. It is a 250-year-old problem. And we still carry this subservient mentality of looking up to fairer people and considering them as worthy of greater esteem than the darker people. Have you ever wondered how funny it would be if a white cow or a white sheep considered itself more honorable than a black one or a brown one? Imagine cow societies and sheep societies practicing discrimination based on color. That would be ridiculous. So are we today. 
For more than 250 years now, India has paid a huge price because of this obsession with fairness. Forget the price men and women pay for fairness creams. This complexion-based prejudice in families and society has broken the self-esteem of generation after generation of children who are born with darker skin. This prejudice has driven millions of girl children and women to desperation and depression. Millions of girls and women have been told by their parents, their in-laws, and the neighbors that they are unlucky and not worthy of love because of their color. Men and women of darker complexion routinely experience body shaming at various levels. Now is the time to end this 250-year-old prejudice. Feeling rejected, looked down upon in childhood actually leads to very deep emotional wounds. These wounds can negatively alter the brain chemistry of your children for life. Their brains secrete less of happy hormones even in later life. Their genius does not flower completely because of these emotional wounds. They find it difficult to accept and trust appreciation of love given to them. They also find it hard to appreciate and love another freely. Their moods get damaged for life. Every parent, grandparent must wake up and heal their child's heart with love. You must protect your children and grandchildren from this emotional abuse and boldly take a stand against it. Every aunt and uncle must stop making insensitive remarks based on color. Families must stop treating children with darker complexion as inferior. Every adult, colleague and neighbor must stop rude comments towards people of darker skin. Organizations must create wiser cultures. Husbands and in-laws must learn to respect the darker woman in the family too with the same regard as they treat fairer women. We must see the truth of our bias. Know that when a woman or a girl child sheds tears because she was disrespected, it shuts the door of abundance in family. This is Vedic wisdom. It is commendable that Indian government too has become part of this dialogue of honoring people of all colors. As a society, we are beginning to mature. Let me say this to you. Your most significant responsibility is towards yourself and it begins with healing your hearts. You cannot wait for society to change. You have to set yourself free. You cannot own other people's voices of prejudice as your own views. You must break free of your own inner voices that makes you feel less than you are. Get on a spiritual journey of healing your heart and the world will come around. Before you go to bed today, take the time to look at life as a spectator. Life is not one constant, unchanging experience. Life is like a great river, sometimes a noisy creek, sometimes a rapid current, sometimes a quiet, majestic flow. Life 
is a variety of experiences. Just like life, we too come in different sizes, different shades and different shapes. How can we aspire to all be same color? All have similar kinds of noses and eyebrows. All have same standardized body structure. That would be terribly boring. But life is never boring. All we need to do is simply flow with whatever we are, however we are, whoever we are, and celebrate it.